The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. This has been a year of endings. Some surprising, some unexpected, many delightful, all a bit bittersweet. I am ending my time as an active minister and as associate minister of our congregation. I won't organize another waffle breakfast <laughs> or lead a Hanukkah chapel. The hanging of the greens at services will go on without me. I will miss answering the rites of passage questions for the service and cheering on our coming of agers. Today, I wrap up 10 years of leading our Sunday school program and working with our amazing volunteers and lead teachers. This is just a few of the things on my things I will miss list. Together, we moved more than furniture. Now it's time for us to prepare for our ending and make space for transition. Easier said than done, and like I said, bittersweet. William Bridges says that before we can begin a transition, we need to understand our way of coping with endings. Some endings are easy to accept. It was the right time. Others are too painful, and we resist them or brush them aside, not wanting to appear too emotional. What preparations are needed to have a good ending, or as good as possible? I'll admit, endings haven't always been easy for me. When I was nine, our family moved to the town, next town over. The same year, our Unitarian Universalist Church merged with another nearby congregation, an effort to save money and pool resources. In the span of two months, I lost two homes. My parents and the church elders made prudent decisions, but the impact of those endings left their mark. Over the course of our lives, we've all experienced different kinds of endings, happy, bitter, sad, expected and unexpected, powerful, tragic timely, and sometimes perfect. And nature, ever the teacher, shows us that things do naturally come to an end, like that leaf on a tree. Endings aren't always easy, but preparing ourselves for change is important. We need not to hold too tight and learn to let go. Now, letting go may be natural, but to be honest, I can be a stubborn leaf and hold on too tight to the branch. I like the familiar, the known, the patterns and practices, the rituals and the rites of passage. I think that's true for many of us. Over the last 10 years, the last 30 years I've been part of this church have been some of the most important and meaningful of my life. 
I've been part of our children's lives, parents' lives, your lives, and it's changed me. And I'm keenly aware that my leaving will change the church in some ways. You won't have to put up with my goofy hats, my crazy glasses, and those puppets, hopeful and joyful. But deep down, I, I know you're going to miss them. Over the years, we've done more than moving the furniture. But speaking of furniture, let me tell you a story. I've been working with a retirement coach, Linda, who is a colleague, a UU minister on the East Coast, who is part of the coaching program offered by the UU Ministers Association. For over a year, we've met monthly talking about the process of endings and transitions, making room for new beginnings. When we first met, Linda asked if there was an image that captured my feeling about retirement. Now, not to sound too cliche, cliche, I told her about a rocking chair. But not just any rocking chair, a wicker rocking chair that sat on the porch of a house in Maine where we spend time in the summer. I spent hours in that chair, rocking in time, watching the tide come and go on the Kennebec River. Sometimes it is about the furniture, but there's always more to the story. William Bridges talks about five Ds associated with endings and letting go. The process reminds me of a rocket ship heading into space and slowly the booster rockets go bef before it fi ultimately finds its orbit. And so we begin with disengagement when we stop the old signals from being received. Next week, the staff will meet to map out the new church here. I will be present, but not part of the plan. Next comes dismantling. Dismantling means that for a time, I will no longer be a part of the we of church, Then there is de-identification. I stop being an associate minister and I begin to form a new identity, that of retired minister, but, but what else? Cue rocking chair, please. Letting go also requires us to unlearn, to become disenchanted with the way things used to be. Try to loosen the grip on, this is the way we always do it. And finally, disorientation. A time of nothingness, a time when we may experience old fears and feelings of abandonment and loss. Hard as it may be, we will all make our way through the big D's. Hard steps, but necessary, even natural, 
Moving through them allows you to recognize an ending and make room for what comes next in the life of the church and allows me to take the, to create my life outside the church. It's a time for you and me to see ourselves in a new light. To become something else, we must stop being what we are now and make room for doing things in a new way. Now, my final service won't be until June 12th, and we're going to have a wonderful time, and there's going to be a great celebration, and I hope you will all be here for that. That would mean a lot to me. And then I begin the next chapter. Wendy and I will head to Maine in August. We will be there for three months, and I will return to the rocking chair with time to reflect on the changes that have happened, enjoy some fallow time, and see what emerges. I will be away from the church for two years, giving you all time to make the transition and prepare for new beginnings. My return to the church is not prescribed, and it will unfold over time. We will enter a new relationship with one another. When Coach Linda and I met last month for our second to last meeting, I told her how <laughs> two staff members came into my office right after the wonderful announcement that Reverend Laura Shenham was be joining the church. One took a spin around the office and said, gee, this is a nice office, maybe I'll move in. The second one came in and said, I've always loved that couch. Maybe it is all about moving the furniture. Or maybe, said Linda, it's all about letting go. I joked with her that I felt tethered to a dock while floating on an inner tube. On the dock were all of you, looking gorgeous like you do right now. Linda said, now imagine letting go of the rope and, and setting off and letting the current take you. It's time. And slowly, I drift away. We wave and we smile. My heart is so full of love and gratitude for all that you have given me and all that we have created together. I may be leaving the church, but you, you will never leave me. I turn and face the waters far off in the distance beyond the islands up ahead. I see, I see a harbor and I imagine meeting you there. I see a porch and, and plenty of wicker rocking chairs for us to gather around. We will share our stories of our adventures and the lessons we learned from learning to let go. It's a new beginning and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm.